Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Next in Line, the show with hot topics and hotter debates. I'm your host, Hunter, and my next in line guest this week, Cade. Cade, tell everybody hi. What's up, guys? My name is Cade. I'm a second year resident here at Cambridge College Station, big sports fan, ready to get into it. Awesome, awesome. Well, glad to have you on. Uh, I know uh, Cade is huge football fan. I know he's been yes, a big part of our last couple flag football tournaments yes, here at the Cambridge. So we're going to start uh, today's podcast off with a sport that we haven't really gotten to talk a ton about uh, these last couple weeks because, you know, not much has been going on. Uh, we're going to talk about a little NFL. Yes, uh, sir. With this last week, I think a lot of folks are aware that there's been quite a bit of free agency uh, moving from... We've got Odell moving around. We got Antonio Brown moving around. Mm-hmm. Something that we didn't even talk about in our pre-podcast notes. Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. He's going to the Jets. We didn't even think about that. Um, big moves. So there are a lot of big moves going on. Based off what we've seen, I think in the last couple years, four or five years, this is the most free agency movement that we've seen with superstars. I think so. And that's that's wild. You know, typically, we'll have one person that's real big and move around. Uh, but ultimately, it's not four or five superstars moving around like we're seeing today. Sure. Of all the movements that we've seen uh, from one place to another, which one are you looking at that you think is going to net the team who got that person the biggest returns? Honestly, I think uh, Kareem Hunt, even though he does uh, have a suspension for a few games starting back, I think once uh, he comes back, it'll be a, definitely a big move for the Browns. Yeah. I think uh, with him and OBJ and Baker Mayfield, I think that's a pretty deadly combo of three. So I think the Browns are definitely a team to look look for. So. And you know what I'm going to say? A lot of people aren't even thinking about this. And I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Browns have Kareem Hunt coming now. He's on an eight-game suspension, so I'm going, man, how are they going to work on this for sake? Sure. They still have Carlos Hyde. And it's yeah. not like Carlos Hyde is a bad back, per se. Yeah. Um, and on top of Carlos Hyde, guess who else is there? On defense, I got Miles Garrett. We got Miles Garrett. Yes, but sir. still at the running back position, mm-hmm. we got rookie stud Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's coming off a great yes, year. Yes, he finished so strong in that last third of the year. He was killing it. So man, when you look at the Browns, yeah. the Browns are a little different. This ain't yeah. this ain't your last twenty years yeah. Browns team. This, in, in all honesty, this is my favorite I in that so. division. When we're looking at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's been great these last couple years because they've had Antonio Brown, they've had Le'Veon Bell, yeah. and they've had Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're gonna be a little shakier. For sure, for sure. We got the Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> uh, who's at the Bengals? Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and now we're looking at the big question mark in that division, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Now Baltimore is a little, a little weird. Baltimore could definitely make a run, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because now we know uh, going forward, Joe Flacco's out. Sure. Uh, so they're going to be running a whole new offense with Lamar Jackson and a whole different feel. So I think they're the biggest question mark in the division. But when we're looking at the depth across the board for Cleveland, Cleveland finally. Yeah. They, they could never, it never seemed like they really got it together on draft day, mm-hmm. but man, they're killing it with free agency this year. So finishing uh, last season 7-8-1, and one, which is pretty good compared to the uh, previous seasons. Absolutely. I'm honestly feeling about, I'm feeling a good 13-14 wins out of the Browns this season. Playoffs if, for sure. If they can get everything together, I think that division is weak right now. I, I think, think they're, they're, this could be their chance to get some momentum swinging sure. in their direction. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really excited I to see what happens. I think they'll definitely some moves that I don't love. I think the Browns made some great moves. I think a move that was horrible, and I got some bias here mm-hmm. because uh, 
personally, I drafted this guy on my fantasy team. So, uh, Le'Veon Bell to the Jets. Le'Veon Bell sits out this whole season, mm-hmm. looking to reset the running back market, get a big, giant contract like Todd Gurley. Yeah. So, we hit free agency finally, and what happens? Signs to the Jets, and he's making less money mm-hmm. than anybody just played last year. Mm-hmm. And now he's a year older. He's not, I, not, I like Le'Veon, but I think he is one of the best backs in the NFL. Sure. But he ain't in the same uh, condition, uh, same form as he was. And now he's playing for, in my opinion, uh, obviously a less productive team. For Jets, sure. I think there's a lot of issues with the Jets, specifically at that quarterback position. I don't. Sam Darnold didn't mold into what they needed him to mold into. Yeah. So what do you think there? What do you, how do you think the Jets are going to change now that we have arguably a superstar running back? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, their quarterback, he does need a little bit of work. He's really young coming into the, coming into the league. So uh, <clears throat> we're just going to have to look at the offensive line, see if they can produce for uh, Le'Veon Bell, because if uh, they can't produce, then <clears throat> he's not going to do it. And this good. is something that I don't think you're going to see the production <clears throat> from Le'Veon that you've seen in Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh wasn't a one-dimensional team. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger is, you know, a great quarterback. Sure. It really is. And they give some two dimensions, because is Ben Roethlisberger going to be tossing it up <clears throat> to multiple all-star Antonio Brown down the field, mm-hmm. or are they going to run a play action with Le'Veon Bell, get him out in space, or are they going to be getting him in the middle of the field, are we going to be handing off because he's a great running back? They weren't one-dimensional. Yep. The Jets are going to be a one-dimensional team. Yep. They're going to be easy to game plan for because they got a young quarterback. Who is he thrown to? I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you a wide receiver on the Jets. Uh-huh. So I think it's going to take away the versatility that Le'Veon Bell's had these last couple years, and you're going to see his statistics drop, and it's going to be sad because I like sure. Le'Veon Bell quite a bit. Another big move, Antonio Brown to the Raiders. I think the Raiders, maybe not this year, but with John Gruden doing what he's doing, a lot of people are confused on how he's operating with that team because he lets um, Khalil Mack go for about nothing. He lets Amari Cooper go for about nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, what is he doing? And then I realized the Raiders have like four first-round picks. Yeah. Right? And I think they only gave away one, or they had five, and now they have four, I'm pretty sure, when they got Antonio Brown. Yeah. So we're about to see a real young Raiders team. For sure. John Gruden's going to build the team that he wants to build. That's what he's doing down there. Yeah. Uh, How do you think Antonio Brown uh, is going to mold to Raiders? Because I think, again, it's an issue with the quarterback position. I don't think Derek Carr's that good. Yeah, well, personally on this topic, so you're going to have Antonio Brown going to the Raiders, and they're going to have five first-round picks, so they're going to have a bunch of rookies coming Mm -hmm. in the league. So I think Antonio Brown will be a a good... uh, a good staple player for the for the team. Though he'll definitely uh, coach those young guys up. And I think in about three, two to three years, I think the Raiders will definitely be a team to be looking out for. Absolutely. So. I think once they get settled in Vegas, they get their home stadium, they start putting those pieces together, they get those young guys a couple years of experience, they're going to be someone to look for. Uh, I, I'm fairly certain with that. But moving on, I want to give... Uh, the next in line main sponsor of the Cambridge College Station, a shout out. Uh, the Cambridge has a couple big events going on here within the next two weeks. Uh, we have the big event this weekend. Signups are already done for that, so uh, make sure you know where you're going to be meeting with the Cambridge group for that event. That is going to be uh, this weekend. Uh, and then the next big community event that we got going on, 
Sumo Night, which is one of my favorites. I think it's really funny. I think it's a great event. That's going to be April 2nd. So coming up here real quickly. Sign up at the front desk. You can get a nickname, get a walk-up song. And we are doing something a little unique this year here at the Cambridge. Uh, you can actually send us videos, and we'll play those on the big screen in between fights. So definitely shoot us those videos. If you have any questions, DM us on one of our social media platforms. Moving into our second topic, and this is kind of what we're going to carry out the rest of the show with. It's March. It's March Madness. You know, a lot of games yesterday. 16 games yesterday. For sure. Um, I think we had quite a few surprises, per se. Uh, really, it wasn't wild. I don't think there was any huge bracket buster. I think the bigger upset of the week was going to be number five-seeded Marquette and 12-seeded Murray State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murray State comes out and wins that game by 19, <clears throat> just putting Marquette away. A lot of people actually saw this coming. I saw a statistic this morning. 47% of people took Murray State mm. in that game. So I want your opinion here. Is Murray State, was was this just an issue with the committee with a seating issue? Were they seated wrong? Or is that just Murray State showing up to a game and Marquette not showing up to a game? What do you think? Well, I think maybe uh, this year, maybe Murray State is a little underrated. And no? so, looking at your bracket, picking Murray State up, pretty wise decision. So, <laughs> I think Marquette should have showed up, played a little harder. But maybe Murray State is a team to look at this year. And that's what I think a lot of people are realizing. Uh, Murray State has currently... Uh, the number two NBA draft prospect behind Zion. Mm-hmm. So he's out there and he's balling out and they're winning by 19. It's not like that's a fluke. I'm looking yeah, at that going, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I don't think this was a seeding issue. Mm-hmm. I think Murray State came out and played. I think so. I think they, they stepped up to that moment and I, I'm looking at them, you know, they got Florida State next round. It'll be interesting to see. They play Florida State tomorrow, actually. Uh, it'll be interesting to see which way that game goes. Uh, there were some real close <clears throat> games, actually. I was definitely sweating through one of these. The Auburn-New Mexico State game. Auburn's a 5-seed. New Mexico is a 12-seed. Mm. These 5-12-seed games, they killed me yesterday. For sure. I'm nervous for them today. But um, So we've got the 5-12. Auburn wins that game by 1, mm. 78-77. And I was actually able to watch this. I don't know if you were able to catch this one. But, man, I think Auburn <coughs> blew this game. New Mexico State had three opportunities down the stretch with free throws, with three-pointers. They could have won that game. Auburn gets lucky. And I don't know if it is lucky because they're playing number four, Kansas, yep. tomorrow. And Kansas won their game by over 30. That's crazy. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, Auburn coming off an SEC championship. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think they're going to have the momentum to beat Kansas, though. Kansas looks really that. I think Kansas is an underrated team. Yeah. I don't think you're winning by 35 uh, yeah. as a four seed being, you know. I think uh, I think Auburn caught a break, definitely, on that New Mexico State game. And so with them going up against Kansas, if they don't perform this next game, I think they're going to be out. Yeah, so I, I mean. Think Kansas I, is coming ready to play. I think Kansas is going to ride the momentum. I think Kansas is a little mad. Uh, they didn't win the Big 12 championship regular season or in their their championship tournament. Yep. And I think they're coming back with a vengeance because, man, they look mean. I think so. Uh, next game I want to touch up on, um, LSU and Yale. I think LSU is a unique team. They're a three-seed, <coughs> and I think they're horribly seeded for one big reason. And I don't blame the committee because this is so recent. Mm-hmm. LSU just lost their coach. LSU's yes. playing without a head coach. They got an assistant coach in there running the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sneak by Yale. 
by five, 79, 74. Mm-hmm. Is LSU as the three seed going to continue moving up without this head coach? Do you think they the team steps up to that moment, or do you think this is just they lost the team yeah. chemistry? Yeah. You know, what, so, what do you think there? So with LSU having an assistant coach running the the whole thing, I think uh, they might the team might not have as much respect for the assistant coaches they did for the head coach, so they might not listen as well. And so LSU is definitely going to run into some problems unless they can get their stuff together and really come out on top. Because a uh, uh, three seed barely barely beating a fourteen seed that's a it's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree. And the last game we're going to touch up on uh, from yesterday is Maryland Belmont, and this was similar to the Auburn game in that it came down to the last seconds. Belmont honestly could have won that game. They had a, a pass go awry. Uh, Maryland moves on. And I know you're looking at my bracket here. We got to sit in front of me. And I have Maryland beaten LSU. And, man, let me tell you, after watching, I think Belmont was a great team. I think they were a, a really great team. They showed up to play real great offense. Maryland was almost the opposite of uh, mm-hmm. Maryland's known for a real great defense this year. Yep. But let me tell you, man, I'm excited about that. Uh, yep. I think Maryland's going to roll right on through yep. LSU. I don't think that them having a, lacking a head coach is going to help their cause at all. I got Maryland going on big there. Um, it'll be really interesting to see. Yep. I'm excited for that game. That's going to be the big game I'm watching tomorrow is Maryland-LSU. That'll be a fun one. For sure. Uh, but that's going to cover our games that we're going to talk about yesterday. Well, I think you want to talk next before we move on. You came into my office, and the first team you asked about was the Gonzaga, the Gonzaga squad, the one seed, and we can say one word about them. Yep. Domination. For sure. Absolute domination. They're up eighty-seven to forty-nine. Yeah. They didn't let that that sixteen seed score fifty points on. That's wild. I think. Yeah. For sure. It'll be interesting to see coming out of that West Division. So I see here in your bracket you have a uh, Ford State and uh, beating Gonzaga down in the down in the bracket. That's yeah. Something to talk about. <laughs> so I do. I I think Florida State is an underrated team. I agree. They got to the ACC championship. Mm-hmm. They didn't beat Duke, understandably. But it's Duke with Zion, they're too yeah. good. Yeah. I got them winning the whole thing. Yeah. But I think Florida State is an underrated team. I think they get to that ACC championship. They struggled a little bit early uh, versus Vermont, but I don't think that's going to continue. I think they're going to be just fine. I think they roll through Murray State. Yep. Who's, you know, I, but I'm not so sure anymore. Murray State yeah. pretty dang good yesterday. Yeah, It'll be true. interesting to see. I think the West is... Honestly, my favorite division right now sure. uh, uh, the, of the bracket to be looking at. I think it's going to be really unique, really interesting. Yeah. But that's going to wrap up our games from yesterday. We're going to give our Aggie sports update, uh, starting with women's basketball, oddly enough. They're a four seed in the women's tournament. They are actually playing today at Reed Arena at 3 p.m. against Wright State. So definitely, if you're in town, you ain't doing anything this weekend, go support the ladies. Uh, men's basketball, we're not talking about them regarding the tournament. They didn't make it, unfortunately. Uh, but we are going to be talking about the men's basketball team. Billy Kennedy uh, is let go. Pretty interesting there. Uh, but I know we're already the name I'm seeing from multiple reports, Buzz Williams, the head coach for Virginia Tech. And they're a four seed, so it'll definitely be something to watch. Sure. Moving on to baseball. Baseball, they're at Kentucky today, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, they are actually coming off a series win against number one Vanderbilt. Their current record, eighteen and five. If you're in Kentucky for whatever reason, go support the Good Ags. I'm sure they would enjoy that. Uh, but that's gonna be it for our Aggie sports update this week. Uh, moving on to our last topic of the day, we're gonna continue on with our March Madness theme, but we're gonna talk about the games we got going on today. Tip off is happening right now. 
some games that I'm interested in. First of all, I have Duke winning my bracket. All the way. All the way. I don't think they're going to struggle against North Dakota State. Yeah. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's Zion. Welcome to the tourney. I think so. It's going to be dirty. I think we're going to see a lot of highlights from the Blue Devils. Not worried about that game whatsoever. There is one one seed that I am a little worried about. Virginia. You're a one seed again. Yep. Really interesting seeing you there. As last year, you uh, had a little historic game losing to a 16 seed. Yep. Are we going to see it again this year, Cade? Give me a prediction. Know. If Virginia doesn't show up to play and uh, they just don't have their stuff together, they might uh, they might get beat out early too. But uh, this year I think it will be a little different. I think Virginia will go. I think Virginia will go farther this year. I agree. So. I agree. I don't think that Virginia is going to be you know, a martyr again this year. I don't think they want any part in that. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to dominate. I, I think, think so. Virginia is the most consistent team in the bracket, they're consistent. They're not overly exciting. They're, you know, it's not like you're turning on watching Duke. You're watching Zion do uh, 360 reverse dunk. Okay, you're not going to yeah. see that from Virginia as much. Sure. You're going to see consistent results, and I think we're going to see that. That's why I got to go into the Final Four. For sure. Another game, Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech is kind of exciting. They're in that West Division that I really like talking about. They're the three seed down there. A lot of people have them going to the, the championship. Yeah, I think they're explosive. Uh, I think they're our Texas's best representation from the state for sure. For sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see that they got a 14 seed. I'm not worried about them either. I got them moving along. If I am correct, I got those guys getting knocked out by Michigan though. Yeah, because I have a respect for Michigan after them beating the Aggies last year. Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. Um, I think a Tech and Michigan game will definitely be one to watch, one to look out for. I think it'll be exciting. I think they're both two explosive teams. I think so, too. I think they can kind of you know, spark up and get a fire rolling really fast, yep. and that could give us a really exciting game. In, in my opinion, I think Tech's going to beat Michigan, so our record really? is going to be a little <laughs> bit different. Well, so we're going to have to... I'm, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in the minority with the two seed beating the three seed there, because I, I see a lot of people going with Tech, but I'm standing by, I feel you. Uh, you know... The, the amazing gold, so it'll be uh, real, real interesting to see yep. uh, what happens there in the West. Like I said, I think the West is the most fun so far. For I'm sure. really enjoying it down there. Definitely agree. Uh, next game, we already talked about Virginia. We've already talked about Tech. I want to talk about my little, not necessarily a Cinderella, but I do this every year. Mm-hmm. I got family back in Iowa. I push right. Iowa State late every year. I'm going to the Sweet 16. Uh-huh. I haven't beaten Ohio State today. Uh, the unique thing, this is why I got reasons, yeah. right? They're a six seed, which I think is so weird, because they just beat Kansas. Yeah. They just beat Kansas State in Kansas City to win the Big 12 championship. Yeah. They just won the Big 12 championship, and they're beating two four seeds. So they're on a hot streak. They're on a hot streak. They got hot hand. That's how I make a lot of my picks. You've got to look. What's the last five games look like? Yep. They're on fire. No doubt. And they're going to continue that. Do I see them beating Kentucky? No. I don't. I think Coach Kyle Perry is too good of a coach. I think Kentucky will be ready for that game. Yeah. Which is why I got Kentucky going a lot deeper than I got Ohio State or Iowa State going. But I like my Cyclones. I think that's my Cinderella. Yeah. I'm putting the quotation marks on that because I think that'll definitely be one to look out for. You know, if uh, Iowa State shows up, they might create an upset. So definitely a game to look. I'm out hoping for. not. I'm hoping not. I'm trying to see it. Uh, let's see here. I want to see if we uh, saw potentially Iowa State. Uh, Tech in the national championship, that'd definitely be a crazy game. 
That would be everybody That would be about the the most wild natty in the past twenty five years. Yeah, no doubt about that. For sure. Um, and the last game we're gonna touch up on team per se uh, yeah. is a two seed out in the south. It's Tennessee. Uh, I know I have quite a few buddies that are pushing Tennessee to go deep, if not win it. Yeah. Um, personally, I've seen Tennessee in person. I saw them come down and play the Aggies not too long ago. For sure. Do I like Tennessee? Yes. I think Tennessee is a unique program in that it's a lot of seniors. I know I talked about that quite a few times here on this podcast yeah. uh, with Tennessee being an older team and having yeah. that experience. Yeah. Do I think it's going to be enough? To win all of it, no. Yeah. I think Virginia is going to meet them in the Elite Eight. I think Virginia, like I've talked about, and I'm actually I'm wrong. I mean, I'm going to the Elite Eight. Yeah. I have Tennessee getting knocked off by Villanova. Yeah. In the Sweet Sixteen. Well, Vill- Villanova is a really good team, and the thing about Tennessee having an older team, uh, the seniors definitely have had the ability to build up a lot of chemistry over the years. So that is one thing that could carry them. And that's pretty far. That's what I think is unique. I think Tennessee, and I've said it before, Tennessee doesn't have a ton of star players. They got these older seniors uh-huh. who've been there. They've done Experience. that. Exactly, they're an experienced team, and I think it'd be unique yeah. to see. I like Villanova though. I like yeah. Villanova a lot. I think they have you know a great coaching system in place for sure. They're the reigning national champions. Yeah. Uh, I see them going to the Sweet Sixteen and knocking off Tennessee. Yeah. Well, Villanova's uh, always been a good team to mm-hmm. to watch, but uh, I mean, if Tennessee shows up, they're ready to play. I don't know. I have a chance. You're killing me. You're hating on all my picks. <laughs> you know, this isn't even fair. He can't even hate on me. I picked 15 of 16 yesterday, okay? Good. I missed one pick. I'm looking real good. But like I said, like you said day two. Day, day two. two is always the worst day for me. I always no. miss a bunch of picks on day two. So we'll see what happens. But I think that's going to about do it for us here at Next In Line. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be on again next Friday. Uh, thanks again for swinging by. See you guys next week. See y'all later.